2: Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Now Toby, everyone is asking, where have we been? So we obviously had Christmas. Yes. Then you got COVID. Yes. Then you had a little bit of work that you had to get on with and then I got COVID. Yes. So it's been a journey. We've had
0: one in between though. We've had one in
2: between no, me we, having COVID. No, we haven't. Yeah. No, we haven't. Oh, no, we haven't. God, no. we haven't had anything. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, it's been a long time between drinks, but we're in time because Super Rugby is going to start, not Correct. next week, but, but the, the week, week after. after. And we've
0: just had the first round of the Six Nations. So we've we've,
2: we've had a nice break.
0: But we've also had first games of the ML, MLSR. MLR? MLR. I'm say MLR. Major League Rugby, yeah, MLR. Have
2: you kept up to breast with that?
0: Ma, I know that Ma'anonu's absolutely <laughs> cutting shapes on the field there. At the
2: age of 45.
0: 45? No, he's about 49 now.
2: I think, actually, to be honest, I think he is about 40. I think he's 40.
0: Do you know what, as, as Team man 39
2: or 40. But, mate, before we do any of that... Uh, I'm going to start off with our listeners' questions. Not our listeners' questions, our messages from our supporters. Um, here we go. In last week's podcast, that was a long time ago, Damien came up with a new word, drummist. And I wanted to know what it meant. Love the podcast, boys, especially all the new words that I learn as you go. And that's from Callum Wales. Drummist. So uh, I must. You, said, you make
0: up. Yeah, you, you make up a language, don't you?
2: Well, I think I'm worse than you, but I think you're very closely second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, there's mush
2: bud, <laughs> mush bud. <laughs> I so I, I looked at this and I listened back to the podcast. And yes, I did, did say drumist instead I think of we what like we were talking about. Like guitarist, we were talking about the the New Zealand ladies team and the the the. Player was selected because she could play the guitar. Oh. Yeah. Okay, and, and, said, and drumist yeah. rather <laughs> than drummer. drummer. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. And it's been such a long time. Normally sharing is caring. Uh, and that's our segment. But what happened was was Toby shared COVID with me. So thanks for that, mm. Toby.
0: Well that's what happens when two pals kiss <laughs> each other. Uh so Mutton <laughs> So mut- is thirty nine. Yeah, told
2: you, didn't mm. I? 39, 40, slash forty. <laughs> Um, but it's time now for yeah breaking news, which is kindly supported by Super XV yeah. rugby website.
0: Everything rugby. So, demo. Yes. Yeah. Toba, I, do you Toba- know what? Do you know Tobinator, That's right. Do you know what? Just for our listeners, we our setup is we we are set opposite each other.
2: We are. So this is how I got COVID, everyone. Because so, sat opposite Toby, and then. He did what he normally does, and he just um, gave it to me.
0: So uh, I get to look into Damien's wonderful eyes, okay, and it's just a beautiful sight. It really is just a beautiful sight. It's been a long time. Anyway, All black, all Black's pair stun with the bat against ex-international cricketers. So this is pretty much um, ex All Blacks, current All Blacks, playing against ex-cricketers. Yes. So first 15 cricketers. So former captain, Kieran Reid. First 15 cricketers. First 11? Yeah, first Mm. 11. That's village, (laughs) isn't it? I'm really sorry, everyone. Um, So Kieran Reid and Will Jordan were the batting pair that they're referring to, Yeah, who just went nuts, didn't they?
2: You could imagine Karen Reid, couldn't you? Oh, wielding the, the long alone, handle, the long, <laughs> giving it the long handle. I would have loved to have seen that game living over in England. No chance, but it would have been great. I love the idea.
0: I love the idea of it, and I think they do. They do do it for charity, don't they? they I do, mean, yeah. they were playing against Shane Bond, Kyle Mills, Fleming, Aurum, Adam Pretori. So they're Adam Pretori, yeah, What a blast! So they in the are past. playing against some. Well, some big names, yeah, but also some old boys.
2: I'm sure there was a few bellies out there. I wouldn't have been
0: surprised.
2: <laughs> There's a few ex-cricketers that haven't played cricket for a long time. A long time. But uh, yeah, great. Isn't it funny though, Will Jordan? You know, he obviously is pretty handy as a cricketer. He's just a good
0: sportsman, isn't he? Yeah, A bit like Tim Southey. I think Tim Southey could have either gone rugby or cricket and uh, Izzy Dag as well. Yeah. Very good cricket player. Could have gone either way. So it's... Do
2: you reckon Richie McCaw would have been good with the bat? No. He would have been horrible. No, he, he, would be? have been he would have so been defensive. <laughs> <laughs> so defensive. So did block more blocks <laughs> than a wall? <laughs> That's awful. He wouldn't have scored. It was his run rate. He uh, wouldn't have suited the 2020, no, 2020 game, would he? No, definitely T20 not. T20 game,
0: yeah. Definitely not.
2: Mate, my first story um is about the New Zealand Black Ferns this is the the lady side and it's great to see that finally when push comes to shove when they've come to England and they've got absolutely slaughtered in three games two games against England and one game against France they've decided now it's now time to go professional and they're going to play contract 30 black fern players are contracted now to the New Zealand RF the RNZ.
0: That's good though, isn't it? Well, it, it is. It needed good. to be done. And I think it was a bit of a kick up the backside for New Zealand rugby.
2: Yeah. The I the mean, women's side anyway. They were getting paid around 35,000 New Zealand dollars. And now some of them are going to get paid up to 130,000 New Zealand dollars. I mean, now the others are going to range from 60 to 130,000. So. You know, it's, it's pretty good, isn't it? And then there is a group of, like, part-time contracts um, between 12,000, 25,000 as well. Right, okay.
0: I, w- I would like to see a comparison between England, who have been professional for some time now. Yes. Or, in, you know, the English yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, compared to the New Zealand women.
2: Well, I think when we watch those games...
0: Oh, it was the, like watching school kids.
2: Well, yeah, it, but... It, I think the English ladies looked like athletes. They looked like
0: a professional side.
2: And the New Zealand ladies... Looked like amateurs. Looked like amateurs.
0: (laughs) So anyway, the Waratahs have made a big signing. uh, Lions and Welsh legions. Is he
2: a big signing though? So who, who is it for a start? Was well, Jamie Roberts. Jamie Roberts, yes. Yeah. Jamie Roberts. Is he a big signing? I
0: think he is, you know. I think he is. Ex-international going now into club. Oh, to be fair, he wasn't that good. No, though, he was, was he? good. When he, he was, was playing interna- good. No,
2: when he was playing international rugby for Wales at the pomp of, of his career, he was a fine player. The problem is He's the not. pomp of his career was about six years ago. Oh,
0: do you reckon it was that long yeah, ago?
2: Yeah, I do. I think it was six yeah. years ago that he was really like one of the world's best crash centres. He wa
0: he? I think he almost started that crash centre phase in a way.
2: Yeah, hard running, hard
0: running. You know, I mean, there there had been some big centres, but they used him effectively.
2: Yeah, Wales. I mean, they set his set their game up around Correct. him, didn't yeah. they? And Defense then when they lost attack. him.
0: They turned to...
2: No, I don't think they have turned. I just think...
0: No, no, I mean as in when he was injured in his prime because they set their game around him. him, Yeah, you're
2: you're talking a lot of sense. I know, it's weird. COVID.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, COVID. Still can't breathe properly, eh? If anyone is uh, wanting to donate a lung, mm, I'm here.
2: It had to be. I don't want to sort of laugh about it. It was pretty bad, actually. We, we, we've we kind of just presumed that we'd we'd be okay. We'd be okay. okay we we're yeah. immune. Hit well, you well, you're pretty hard.
0: are a you know masculine man. And well, I think uh, I'm
2: more like the New Zealand ladies um, <laughs> rugby team. Oh, and you're mate, more again. like the.
0: You've literally got out the hole and then you've jumped back into it. <laughs> <sighs>
2: Anyway, anyway, moving on to the next story. Yes. Uh, South African 2007 World Cup winning coach Jake White has called on Springboks to stop selecting foreign-based players because obviously South Africa have moved from selecting, you know, within South Africa, apart from a couple of marquee players, to now allowing you to be selected from anywhere at any time.
0: I, I tell you what, I think you've got to. I think you've got to with, you know, I think the South African Rugby Union wouldn't pay them enough.
2: No, and th- but this is the issue, isn't it? This is coming out the other side of COVID, coming into the um, Rugby Championship, yeah, United Rugby Championship, coming into the European Cup Championship, there might be significantly more money for those South African clubs. So therefore, if they're in that position and they do say, hang on, you've got to play for our teams... But it kind of defeats the purpose because they're all playing in England anyway, but they could they could
0: fall on or their not. sword with that, you know they could bring that into effect, and then the people who are on a whole load of money in Europe go, "No, I'm just going to stay here, thanks
2: yeah, yeah, I get that you
0: know and then and then you know South Africa is stuck between a rock and a hard place
2: I mean there are some issues as well with South African franchises have basically become academies for overseas clubs. Yeah. And, and, you know, this is what's happening that they're, they're getting them in young, a little bit like NPC, you know, the South African balls and whatnot. They're like almost the national provincial championship level sides now. And then anyone that's any good goes and plays in France and England. But in, do you know what, in what
0: the problem is with that? And this is where football overtakes rugby in many ways, but this is one of the points, is that there's a transfer fee. So the the, the club at the top tier will buy that player, and that means the club under that top tier, so second tier, will get a whole load of money for yeah. that player. And it's hard, the problem it's hard is to say no, and to then that. yes, but then the problem is with the rugby, is that they're out of contract, or the other club will just buy them, and not but not pay for them. Yeah, they'll only pay for the player; they won't pay the club for the player. Oh, yeah, does that yeah, make yeah, sense?
2: So when they get near the end of their <coughs> so contract, let's say oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I wanted to buy you, yeah, I could just pay you.
2: Oh, how much?
0: Mm, Twenty, quids, 20 <laughs> quid. Twenty eh? quid. <laughs> But I could pay, I, you know, I could pay you directly rather than paying your club for then you to come with me. Yeah. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah, got you. So, yeah. And also, this is the issue, isn't it, with these short contracts? Because as it currently stands at the moment, if you're on a two-year deal, then there isn't really... You get to the end of your contract, and you know your end con- con- contract's coming, and then you just move on. Yes. Whereas if... You know, let's say the Crusaders sign someone up for eight years. If they're getting near the maybe with three or four years to go, they could the club could sell them and and make some money off that trade. Yes, and that doesn't really happen in rugby.
0: No, well, the longest contracts are only sort of three or four years, aren't they? They are.
2: Yeah. Maybe you know because this is Julian Savia, not Julian. Yes. Yeah. No, Arnie. Oh, Arnie Arnie, Savia. He was kind of like this. Is basically what he's saying. He wanted a long contract so that he he had had security. security. Mm. But then he's also got an issue, whereas if he wants to leave, there's still a mechanism to leave. Yeah. So
0: so it's almost a win-win for him, isn't do it? Do
2: you think New Zealand are going to be in the situation where they can't hold on to their players for much longer? So no. are they going to be in a situation where, you know, they're going to have to select all blacks from overseas? No, I don't what, think why so. Why are New Zealand immune to this problem then?
0: They're not immune to the problem, but the problem isn't as big because, as youngsters, we want to play for the All Blacks.
2: Yeah, we're desperate, aren't we? We are. Even now, there's part of me that thinks if I got in shape (laughs) and stopped eating those donuts, then I could still, I could still do it. Like (laughs) Mar whos out there, thirty-nine. I'm forty-two. I've still got something. I've got a chance.
0: You've got a chance.
2: I got an chance. outside chance. Wow! Well, but I you've got a chance. I've got a good chance. <laughs> got a good, got a good who have chance. You've been talking to. Do you know what I mean, accent I've, I've, I've centres just hit their prime. I think what's holding me back slightly is I haven't played rugby for about seven years. <laughs> <laughs> May I got another story? Yes, you would do. You, would you like to hear it? Yes, please. You're going to love the story. Excellent. John Beattie, who was a, a Scottish international from some time ago, said that the England team were toothless, they were blunt, they were brittle, and that Eddie Jones was completely outcoached. What are your thoughts on this?
0: I only watched 10 minutes of the game.
2: Yeah, good. Good Uh, for you. Because
0: I was busy (laughs) with other things. Um, What I really wanted to watch was the yellow card. Yes. And was it a yellow card? Yeah, 100%. 100% yellow card. Penalty 100%. try. Has
2: to, has to be. Has <clears throat> had to, to be a yellow card. No, it had to be a penalty try. Okay. And it has to be a yellow card yes. if it's a penalty try. Yes,
0: I, I agree with that. But was it going to be a try?
2: Uh, yeah, if you take away the slap away.
0: He would have caught it and scored. He would
2: have caught it and scored. Right. Now, interestingly enough, if he hadn't have slapped it away and he just had a tackled him, mm. then it probably wouldn't have been a try.
0: Why didn't he try and catch it?
2: Yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm because he, he got both hands to it. Right. <laughs> you know, he got both hands to it. So he, he had control of the slap. So yes, he could have tried to just catch it. Yeah. I think it's just a moment of madness. Yeah. Hooker out, wide, cross field kick. He, you know, doesn't doesn't train for this stuff. No, of course he doesn't. And he just got up there and thought, How Brain can I explosion. stop this try? And he's done it. He's done a Sonny Bill. Because Sonny Bill's done that and the end goal, he's whacked it Has he? And got yellow carded. Sonny right. Sunny Bill. What I would say is I think that's a bit premature because it's one game. Johnny Beattie, your team, Scotland, have won. You've got a good team. But it's a tight competition and I think that England could I'm not saying they will. They could go and win every other game now. They could do. And still take the championship. Yes. So I just think I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I wouldn't have said that after one game.
0: I think it's the heat of the moment, but there's also such a rivalry there between is, the two. There, yeah. So you would say it though, wouldn't you? You'd want to get those little that little prodder out,
2: poke the beer. I think he's actually, there is a lot of, tr- I mean, what is refreshing is he said what he's thinking. Ah, refreshing. Yeah. There's another word for what is you. It? What did I say? Refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find I said it refreshing. <laughs> it's refreshing to hear someone speaking their mind. And, you know, Eddie Jones does like to be kind of, I'm the best prepared coach that's ever walked the face of the earth. And he did get beaten by by Scotland Mm. at home. No, in Scotland. Oh, was it in Scotland? Yeah. Yeah, it was in Scotland, wasn't it? It was, yes, you're right. He got beaten last year at home, Yes, he he did. Yeah. I think they've lost, England have lost four of their last six Six Six-Nation matches.
0: Do you know what? I saw a funny meme now. For our listeners that don't know what a meme is. I don't really know what a oh, meme okay. is. Well, yeah. it's just a funny picture on yeah. the internet.
2: Yeah, so like picture of your face, yeah?
0: Oh, Hilarious. many, many likes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> especially with his new haircut. <laughs> you will yeah. I oh, know. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Um, there was a funny picture of this young boy, like a five-year-old, and it said... Um, uh, this boy is only knowing Scott Scottish dominance in rugby against oh, England. I love it. <laughs> it was really quite funny. <laughs> so, but you're right. They've you know the, the last five meetings, I think they've only lost once it's or impressive, twice, or you know. <laughs> <All>
2: three times. <laughs> but they've
0: you uh, know. I just love seeing England do well.
2: Yes, we were very supportive of our. Um, Home uh, country now at the moment. country. Host country, <laughs> yes. Uh It's now time for the results. It is. So do you want to run over the Six Nations and the standings, sir? I
0: will, I will. Uh So Scotland obviously beat England. It was a tight affair. It really was. And it came down to that penalty try and a penalty, didn't it, I think.
2: Well, I mean, it pretty much was the penalty try, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Pretty much. Card. I mean, he only just, I mean, <laughs> Finn Russell as well. You know, they scored the try, obviously, needed the kick, and he only just got it over.
0: Like, no, well...
2: It only grazed uh, the, the, the what, post. What, their
0: first try? Because the penalty try is straight seven points. Yeah, bang. yeah, sorry,
2: the penalty. He got a penalty, right. and he had yeah. to kick the penalty to take the to take the lead. Yeah. And, yeah, he, In the he, win. he wasn't confident. Was eh? it not? It was not, no.
0: Uh, and then Ireland had a really good win against Wales, 29-7. Uh, uh, yeah, very, very impressive. Yep. Very impressive. Uh, and then France beat Italy 47 It
2: was actually quite close first half.
0: Apparently so. I didn't watch it, but score-wise, it was very, very close, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, well, apart from the end score.
0: <laughs> well, at half time? So standings. Uh, Ireland and France are on five points each. Uh, France are at top on points difference. Then Scotland third. England, Wales and Italy. So England have got a bonus point.
2: Yeah, going into the premiership, the Gallagher premiership, Sale a very, very good win over Harlequins. Now, Harlequins are badly affected because of the, their key, key players playing yes. Brinkley now, which yeah. hasn't been the case in past years. No, that's right. But they're, 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 so they're getting beaten. They actually got beaten the week before by Bath. And
0: that's why Bristol are doing <laughs> so well.
2: <laughs> so... Um, so, obviously, that's out. Bristol, 37-21, to 21, which is a great win. Exeter Chiefs, the narrowest of losses, 26-27 to Wasps. Saracens, 40 points to three against Bath. Impressive. Leicester being the form team this year, 36-16. And another form team, Gloucester, 24-7 as well. And we're going into the top four, which is Leicester, Saracens, Gloucester, and Harlequins. And there's a whole load of others just swimming around quite close to that. Um, And then there is the bottom, which is Newcastle, Worcester Warriors, and Bath.
0: But then there's you know Bristol are there as well, which is surprising.
2: Yeah, very. I mean, they were you know top top from bottom, yeah, top dogs.
0: And sail sharks
2: as well. Most of their players aren't playing international rugby. Yeah. Oh no, Uh,
0: I think a a couple of them are, but like you say, it's not. It's not like Harlequins, no. where a lot of the key players are out.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And there's one more, sir. I think
0: there is. There's some preseason. Yeah, I oh, like this. Where is it? Yeah, yeah. Some preseason Super Rugby Pacifica or Pacific. Yeah. Um. So Waratahs had a good win over the Brumbies, twenty-four fourteen. The Chiefs absolutely smashed Moana Pacifica, sixty-one seven. Uh, the Highlanders beat the Crusaders. Yep. Boy. Uh 20 points to 19. Western Force had a good win against Queensland Reds 42-33 and the Blues beat the Hurricanes 26-21.
2: So I think they've some of them have got another game coming up this week during, I think during the week.
0: So yeah, so do you want to go through the first or uh The first, or are we going to do that next week? No, no, that's all good.
2: So, the first round, we've got Moana Pacifica playing the Blues. Now, they've got absolutely smashed. So, they're going to get, they're going to, they're going to be, it's going to be a tough old season for them. Yeah. Waratah's against Fiji Dura. Now, I think Fiji are going to win that. I think they're going to win that. But Chiefs against Highlanders, Crusaders against Hurricanes, good matches. Reds v Rebels and Brumbies v Force. So if I was going to pick the winners there, I'd say Blues, I'd say Fiji, I'd say the Chiefs, of course I'm going to go Crusaders, Reds and Brumbies.
0: Do you know what? Is there sort of a fantasy rugby where, because I remember at school we used to do it in our class where Used to have a table, and it was online, and you could pick who the winners would be. So it'd be sort of um, zero to twelve, yeah, 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 or twelve plus.
2: Well, if there is, we'll do it. We we need to do we'll it, yeah. Do it, and yes. if
0: someone knows about it, send us a link, yeah, yes, and we'll and we'll do it. And you can play alongside us, and we can compare because
2: that'll Absolutely. be quite fun. Absolutely, that sounds fantastic. So. Uh, up next is what's caught your eye, sir. Yes. Do you Can't want me to go it, first? Well, yeah, you go first. You go
0: first. I'm going to steal one of yours, and we spoke about it before, is Bundyaki.
2: Yeah, um, absolute class. Very. If we're looking at backlines at the moment, you've got to say the most effective backline for creating space is Island.
0: 100%. And do you know what? Before this game, I was like, this is going to be, this will, this will be the final. I thought you this thought was going to be Wales, the Six Nation final. Really?
2: Yep. Okay. Good.
0: Uh, but but it, obviously I was very wrong.
2: <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe not because well, we,
0: no, maybe not. But Ireland just looked sensational, didn't they?
2: I I clinical. think that yes, clinical. Yeah. Joe Smith, <clears throat> when he had the Ireland team humming on all cylinders, yeah. That's what they looked like on Saturday. They yep. looked like every single player knew their role, knew exactly what to do and when to do it. And they executed things perfectly. Set piece was great. Set piece was great. Backline moves were great. They yep. created space off first phase, second phase. I, you know, I have to say, Johnny Sexton was sexy Sexton. He really was. I hate Honestly. No, I, I really I'll, hate like, you saying that. I, 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 I'm, you know that I'm not a massive Johnny Sexton fan, but he played wonderful rugby. Yeah. Created space, passed the right time. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant performance. The best 10s performance from the weekend, without question. Wow. Without question. So then you go Ringrose. Yeah. Bondiaki crashing it up. Like we, you say, it's that back line. We talk about having go-forward ball. Bondiaki gives you that go-forward ball. But also, it, start, it
0: starts with the nine. Jamison Gibson Park. He's yeah. he's delivering the ball fantastically, isn't he? He is.
2: Johnny Sexton, Bunda Aki, yeah. Gary Ringrose, and then they are a little bit weaker out uh, wider, but they've got some some you know some soldiers out there that will people that do not a job. let you down. Yeah, I think would be fair to say. So they were exciting, but they also scrummed well. Yeah, a good line out, good right, good just mall.
0: solid solid set piece.
2: Yeah. It was good to watch. I wouldn't say it was the most free-flowing game, but as a Six-Nation game over the weekend, it was a good game.
0: Especially the first game that they've played for a couple of months.
2: Yeah. My first one is England. The loss, which must have hurt them big time. It must have hurt Eddie Jones big time. Uh, I just don't know where to go with this England team. Eddie Jones has picked so many players out of position. It makes no common sense. So he's got, he's got a winger, who's a fullback, another winger, who's a fullback. He's got a centre who's played at fullback. but <laughs> he's got a he's got another centre who's normally plays at thirteen, but they're playing him at, at twelve. He's got a scrum half who who's seen the best days quite a few years ago.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: And I'm just like with this back line, he's got so much talent to choose from, and it just seems. Without Tuilangi, they've got no answers. No. To questions.
0: No. And do you know what? I thought when I saw that Owen Farrell wasn't playing, I thought brilliant. This is this is this is England's chance to do to do a good job.
2: Yeah. I mean, none of those. Can I just be clear? None of those players are bad players.
0: No. But know? do you know what? The the um, the fullback, the young fullback, quite a tall boy. Yes, yeah, Stuart. He was going to be the next big thing, God's uh, gift. Never, never thought that. No, I never well, thought that. That's uh, you know, what they're the pundits, saying, though. That's what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, and it was, uh, it didn't materialise. Who would
2: I, I liken him a little bit to, to a Geordie Barrett? Tall, strong, but not. Flaky, but not, yeah. Awful, but n- <laughs> douchebag. <laughs> but just <laughs> not consistently. No, he's not going. He's the still world young. Alike, is he's he? still
0: young. You know, he's learning the trade. Yes, so I think d- we need to give not him a electric. chance. He doesn't no.
2: have great feet. He doesn't have those things. No, he's Will Jordan. Will Jordan. Jordan's solid. young.
0: Will Jordan's young and we know he's Will, good.
2: But Will Jordan is young. He's got yes. good feet. And that, he's quick. That's what I'm saying. He's right. the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> 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 apart from the young part. Yeah. He's young, slow. But he's got height. <laughs> he's got real height. Yeah. Yeah, so he's good on those up and unders. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. And then you go um, the Ford pack. And again, you're like looking at England and going, they're really struggling. Like, mm. they've got nothing in the back row that's dynamic. Oh, well, actually, that's wrong. They've got a lot of dynamism, but they've got no, kind of no identity. I don't right. know. Yeah, no identity. I, I know what
0: you're trying to say, but we can't say
2: it. Yeah, I mean, it's you like... Know,
0: what, what are we trying to say? Right,
2: so Billy Vinopola. Yeah. You knew what you were going to get with him. Yes. right. I'm I almost sure. think I'm not sure what they I almost
0: think there's too there's too many ball players in the front row rather than ball carriers.
2: Do you mean in the forward pack? The forward pack, yes. Yeah.
0: You know, there's you know you got your Sam Simmons who yeah. is Electric, a bit of a ball you know yeah. a ball player, yeah. And you've got a couple of others who are similar Curry, yeah. similar. You know, they've all got good hands. Yeah. They've got good feet for forwards, but then there's no one with. I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to run straight over you.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like Billy Von would do. Yes.
2: But now what I would say about this game is, let's not get away from it, England were the better side or were more clinical than Scotland. Yes. And if that slack down hadn't happened, then England would have won. Yes, I agree. And Scotland took their chances, and the wind was blowing in the right direction for them, and everything went right, but can't get away from it. England could have won it, and they didn't, and that's a worry for, for Edie Jones at this point. They couldn't close not, it out. With not long to go before a World Cup, you'd want your team to be to be humming um, edging those sort of matches but you'd
0: also want your team to be right i know my starting and i know my subs yeah that's who i'm going to pick week in week out yeah
2: no he doesn't know that
0: he doesn't know that no because he's chopping and changing people oh i might try him here or i'll try him there or i'll try him there and it's the same player you know they could be playing in which is versatile, which is brilliant, but maybe they belong on the bench well, you got rather Joe, than Joe, a starter. You've got,
2: you got Joe Marchant, who's a centre, playing on the wing. Yes, that's
0: what I mean. And they've
2: got a centre, who's a winger. Yeah. Just swap them over.
0: Yeah, but then you've got a winger who's a fullback, which yeah. is more easy to do, but then yeah. surely they would be better on the bench because they're more versatile.
2: Okay, so let's just um, throw this in there. With Tuolangi, they've got no problems tooling he is the is is the, he is the secret source of England. He is the glue. Yeah, where is he the glue?
0: He's the glue of the back line. He,
2: he he is the he is the. I think he's the secret source, which mm. means that you can't quite put your finger on why he makes such a big difference. But without him, he's without just such him, a good just, ball carrier. Yeah, yeah. He, he gets over the gain line. That's what I mean. He creates opportunities for others around him. But to he have creates.
0: Space opportunities around him because he's a good ball carrier, he pulls in those defenders to then release out back. Correct. And if they don't come in, then he'll just run over that one person.
2: So Eddie Jones is so reliant on him. Yes. Now, surely surely in England with all of these players, there must be someone else that can can do that role.
0: There probably is Damien, but steady Eddie is stuck in his ways.
2: Because it just seems bizarre that
0: he Joe Marchant is kind of like that.
2: No, he's not. He can't, no, he's not. That is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard you say. Joe Marchant, with a stiff breeze, almost gets blown over. Him. Oh,
0: see, I, I imagine Joe Marchant to be quite a big chap, but is he small? He's small. man. Oh,
2: well, I'm reminds me of that. you. Your heart. Oh my! Small. Gosh.
0: My lungs at the <laughs> moment. Right, moving on. I don't care about bath.
2: No, come on. We're oh. gonna go to France, Italy. Who cared? Did you watch? I w- I tried to watch it and I got so bored. I knew I they were going to win. It. The only people that watch that match are Italians. Is, no, oh. I wouldn't even say. I don't even <laughs> think the Italians watch it. I think the French. Yeah, you know, let's give someone a try or two. That's all about. That's all it is. What a waste of time! England are going to play them next week. <laughs> What's the point? They're going to win. Yeah. Unless they do that thing, they yeah. Do how cool lead. is that?
0: <laughs> God, it was good to watch.
2: And Bath, like, let's just acknowledge Bath had a win. Against Har- Harlequins. They've had two lost.
0: wins this season. Yeah,
2: that's good for them. Is it good
0: for them? <laughs> the little carrot dangling.
2: Uh, uh, uh. My listeners' questions. This is from Tim Buttle. Tim Buttle. Do you want to read
0: it? Yes. Hi, boys. And that's how you say it, because it's spelt like that. Uh, question for the podcast. If the best four New Zealand teams played... The top four English Premiership teams in a tournament. Who would place where and why? Love the pod, Tim. Cheers, Timmy boy. So we've gone Crus- Crusaders. Mm, probably not fourth. No, no, I'm just.
2: I'm just saying that this was this as when this question came in, yep. which was some time ago. No,
0: to be fair, I agree. So we've got Crusaders, Blues, Wellington, and
2: Chiefs. So yeah. Hurricanes. So those are the top four from last year.
0: Yep, I'd agree with that still. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Leicester Tigers, and this is the current four.
2: Well, no, yeah, this is the, in, this is the four in England. that was there like a month ago. Yes. This is how long this was. And I think that is still the same. Right. But I might be wrong.
0: You could be wrong. Uh, well, how about I scroll back up?
2: Yeah, I think Leicester, Saracens, and Harlequins are so in there. It, I'm just not sure whether Gloucester no, are. No, they're still there. Yep. They're third. Yeah. Yeah, Harlequins are fourth at the moment.
0: Uh, no, no, it. It is what it is. So, uh, Leicester Tigers, Saracens, Harlequins. Oh no! Wait, hang on. God, you we're having an absolute
2: don't shock me.
0: Here. Don't put me into Leicester this. Tigers, Saracens, Gloucester, and Harlequins. I that's, what I said that's what you said,
2: and you went no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs>
2: So it still is the top four. Just yes, the Harlequins. <laughs> we we went a long way around there.
0: Anyway, where do we think they'll place and why?
2: Okay, now I'll argue would you? You can't argue the Leicester Tigers and Saracens and Harlequins are good sides.
0: They are good sides. And I with totally all agree. All of their
2: international players. It could be interesting.
0: It would. Where are we playing these games, Timmy? That's the big thing.
2: I'm going to say, Timmy, we're playing...
0: Shall we play in a neutral ground? Neutral Abu Dhabi. Ground. Dubai. Yeah, really?
2: Hong Kong. Hong Kong. America. 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 Let's go America, shall we?
0: Okay, let's go America. Yeah. Somewhere dry and sunny? Yeah.
2: Okay. California. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas. Bring your surfboards, lads. Vegas. <laughs> bring bring <laughs> your chips. <laughs> bring your donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, going back in that hole. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving it. My tippy toes are in there. Righto. Out of Who
0: are you going for number one?
2: I'm, of course, I'm going to say Canterbury.
0: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you but on I, that I, one. I
2: think it's going to be close. I think the Crusaders and the Blues would beat those I teams. I think it
0: would go Crusaders Blues. Yeah, and then it would be Leicester Tigers Saracens. In there I'd somewhere, probably, yeah,
2: I'd probably say yeah. So okay, go on.
0: And then I would all I would sort of Gloucester last, yeah. But then I would almost go Wellington, Harlequins, Chiefs. Kind of those three. Uh,
2: See, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to say Crusaders and Blues first and second. Yeah. Leicester, Saracens, Harlequins. Wow. Third, okay. Fourth and fifth. Yeah. Uh, Wellington. I'd probably say the Chiefs are going to beat Wellington. So I'm going to say the Chiefs before Wellington and Gloucester last. Okay. Now, the reason why is because I just think when you look at the Crusaders and the Blues, the quality of their squads is, I think, better than the Tigers and Saracens. I agree. And I think Harlequins over a tournament, they might upset some people. But But they um, won't be consistent. But I don't think they'll be consistent. And that's...
0: Where I've got a bit of something with Saracens as well, and even the Tigers, I don't think they'll be. Oh, those Tigers are The Tigers are solid. Yeah, the Tigers are
2: solid, yeah. Okay, if these games have being played in England in the middle of winter, the Tigers... I think would win. ...could beat everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I think with Saracens' old squad, maybe, but with their current, current squad, I'd say crusaders and blues so yes. it's a tough one it, you know it's very very close a few years ago i think we would have absolutely wiped the floor yep, with them definitely but, uh, not anymore no
0: not anymore not anymore not right damo my question for you who is your dark horse for the super rugby
2: team-wise yes <clears throat> fiji jura okay fiji jura i think there's a lot to that squad And there's a lot of pride there as well. The name Jura, Fiji Jura, there's a lot behind that.
0: Is there? Can you tell me more um, about it? I
2: I could, (laughs) but it's been about a month since I've done the research. There's a lot behind that name. So they are definitely representing their people. Well, of course
0: they are, you know, and they've got a lot to play for.
2: Whereas the Moana Pacifica aren't they are representing the people, of course, but it's not Samoa. It's, it's, a, not, collection it's a collection of islands, isn't
0: it, rather and than it, one island. And it's
2: not even that really. It's a whole bunch of New Zealand based players yeah. getting a super rugby contract.
0: It'll be interesting to see what it's like. It'll be it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it.
2: I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Like genuinely excited about it. My only big, big question is with COVID and the way the New Zealand government, more than the Australian government, have dealt with COVID, are they even going to get any games played? It could be an absolute disaster. And the honest truth is, New Zealand rugby need this to be a good season to keep players in reality, keep players on contract. Definitely. Um, you know, there's all this... Keep Silver players Lake, interested though as well. Yeah, the Silver Lake issue mm. is, is there and they've got to make some money. This... Pacifica competition has to work this year it can't be a damp squid because if it is I think super rugby is in real issues I
0: I think it'll go ahead I think it'll go ahead and it'll go ahead because New Zealand is sort of opening up their borders already to citizens and I just think they need to be in their own bubble in a way you know testing all the time unfortunately going to have to stay away from family, maybe. I don't know. I think it'll go ahead. I I have my – I have faith.
2: I think the New Zealand government are going to be put in a situation where they're going to have to allow it to go ahead. Mm. That's what I hope, anyway. Mm. It's time to open up your borders. It's time to say, everyone's had the vaccine. You can't keep the omnicrom out, as we've learned. Yes, that's right. And you've just got to crack on with it. So my question to you, Taubwa, is – if you had to predict the top four in the Super Rugby comp this year, who do you think they would be? So top four, let's go for the semi-finals. Semi-finals.
0: Semi-finals. First, so first,
2: <clears throat> the fourth. Yeah. And second, v third. So you're basically trying to pick your winner yeah. against your fourth
0: place. I think Crusaders are going to be top. Okay. And they're going to play the Rebels.
2: Oh, the Rebels. Mm. The Rebels.
0: Uh, hang on. The Rebels? What the, the Reeds.
2: Do you want the Reeds? What was it... You sure you want the Rebels?
0: No. <laughs> I... <coughs> Let me rephrase this. I think the Waratahs will come forth.
2: Wow. Yep. The Tars. Yep. The Tars. Okay. Really?
0: Yep. The Tars? Yep. And okay. then I think... I think the Chiefs are gonna play the blues.
2: Do you think the Chiefs second or third?
0: It uh, either or it doesn't matter.
2: Oh, okay. I kind of agree with you. But I'm gonna go and say Who would you put? I think the Reds you have to you have
0: to look. They lost to the force.
2: Doesn't matter. It was a pre season match, true. Right? So I'm gonna say the Reds are gonna be
0: Where the War
2: are. Yeah, the Reds are going to be four. I'm going to chuck in Fiji into third. I think that's absolutely rubbish, by the way. <laughs> but I'm going to chuck him in just because I like the idea of yeah, it. I like the idea of so it. So I'm going to say it's going to be Crusaders, Reds, Blues, Fiji. I it think, could actually I be think more think like Bumbies be, will be in there as well, I think.
0: I think Blues are going to top the table.
2: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: So I think, be, I think the fight will be Crusaders, Blues at the top.
2: I kind of hope final... Crusaders, boys. Yeah.
0: That's what I hope. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. I can't wait to to see Fiji play. I'm looking forward to a bit of Yangit
2: and uh, Yangit. They're going to be the new Sun Oh. (laughs) Right, mate. They're what I've been
0: looking forward to. Yeah, you have been. What I have been looking forward to. So,
2: we are going to finish off the show with. Picking our number eight for the Super Rugby Podcast Hall of Fame. You can go first.
0: Okay, so I've got I've got a few here. I've got a few here. And I'm gonna save my best for last.
2: Good. Like that.
0: So I've got I've got Karen Reed. Good oh, player. Good player. Good player. Yeah. But too good
2: yeah, for the Hall of Fame.
0: Good. Then I've got uh Michael Jones. He's not an eight. Good player.
2: He's not an eight. The Iceman, mate, made seven, wasn't he? Was he seven? He's seven. Okay.
0: Well, a good player, but he's too good. Then I've got Sergio Perez. Yeah, good one. Italian. Yeah. Good player.
2: Very good player.
0: Very good player.
2: And he had a skinhead. I oh, love a skinhead. Hey, you know what? He would have been great in Super Rugby, wouldn't he?
0: He would have been fantastic in the Highlanders.
2: He would have, yeah.
0: He would have done. Uh, but the man... That I am going for is Sebastian Shabal. Oh,
2: that is a great, <laughs> shout. A great yes. shout. Yes. Shabal. Versatile. Could have
0: played number eight. Could have played lock. Could have played flanker. <laughs> Beat that boy.
2: Shabal. Mm. Yeah, he was... Um,
0: hard nut.
2: Hard nut. Okay, so I've got two. okay. Now I've gone New Zealand here, right? Village because no Super Rugby team Hall of Fame would be would be the same without Zinzan Brock. In our Zinnie nah. drop kicking from halfway oh, at the wasn't wheel. halfway. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, sixty <laughs> <laughs> from forty. He thought it was going to be his last game. Um, he stayed. It was actually the year before. It went professional. Played for the Blues. Fantastic player. But you have overlooked something. I'm you sure have, have overlooked Dang. something. This is an opportunity, everyone, to bring back Buck Shelford. <laughs> no, he's too good. <laughs> <laughs> too good. Oh, well, I'm bringing him back. Buck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing him back. You missed the opportunity. <laughs> bring back Buck. We've always wanted to do it, everyone. We've always wanted to bring back Buck Shelford. The most unlucky all oh. Black of all time, oh,
0: 100%. And it made even worse when he's
2: ripped his scrotum, yeah, and just tucked it back in. Double unlucky
0: there. fussy. offa, doing a fussy. <laughs> Shabal got to win it for me.
2: Well, that's you know what? It's going to be very, very it tight. Will be. Very, very tight. I think that personally, you know, of course, I'm going to win. Shabal
0: played for Sale Sharks.
2: Oh yes, yeah, Shabal man. Oh, I didn't Poor. know that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, good player. With good Chabal. player. And I think you know he's just that kind of folk hero as well. Oh, isn't he's he?
0: got the long beard. He's got the long hair. Beautiful eyes. French.
2: Big thighs. Oh my oh guns! Oh my! Big guns. God. Oh,
0: mate. Stop it, Damien! Stop <laughs> it now!
2: <laughs> Control yourself. <laughs> All right, so we're going to put that up on our Twitter page. Please go across there and uh, vote for your favourite, either Buck Shelford or Shabal. Um, But Toby, if people wanted to support us, make this podcast go out to one or two more people, what could they do?
0: They can share it with friends and family, they can like it, they can subscribe, they can put it all over their social media.
2: But they can also now go across to Patreon and help us out with a bit of cash. (laughs) Cash flow. So your money will help the podcast grow, we'll get some new kit.
0: Yeah, we need Um, new kit.
2: We'll buy some more beers. Things like that. <laughs> but uh, we're going to get some more kit. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it'll be able to get us some uh, camera set up, which we you can do a little bit of uh, live streaming of the show. So you, yeah. we can show your beautiful face. Yeah.
0: Oh, me? Oh, yeah. that's nice of you, isn't it?
2: Thanks. Mate, my phone has eventually <laughs> is got it? some juice. Your so phone is
0: so bad.
2: It means that I can play Sign us off. the uh, song... To set us off, <laughs> okay. which is absolutely fantastic. Although it's taking quite a significant amount of time to come up, but I think we're there, mate. I think we're there. Okay, so, mate, I've really enjoyed it again. It's been a long time between it drinks. It has, it but, has indeed. Uh, all good things come to those that wait. So please, uh, we are going to go through all the way through the Super Rugby season. So please, um, you know, support us through and that. And Six Nations. And Six Nations. Looking forward to it already. Definitely. But I'm really looking forward to that first Super Rugby game. So
0: am I. A couple of weeks to wait yet. A
2: couple of weeks to wait. And we'll see what happens. But anyway, it's always a pleasure. Until next time.
0: See you later.